All right, here we go. It's the Odd G's podcast presented by Parks Sportsbook. Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. I'm hooked on compressed air. What do you mean? I like spraying everything with it. You what, know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, do you do whippets or something? No, no, no. I'm not like inhaling this. Crap. Oh, well, what's just, the purpose of it? Uh, it's like dusting without oh, using a duster. To like blow out the, the, the particles of food on your keyboard. Exactly right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I can I can get down with that. Yeah, there's some uh, some funk on the keyboard. So I I have some spray. compressed air inside me on a regular basis. <laughs> yes, you do, big time. Uh, <laughs> let, let's tell people about our sponsor before we tell people who the guest is this week because okay. I think people are going to be thrilled about the guest. Uh, Park Sportsbook presents uh, Aji's. This is episode three with Harry and I and our special guest, which we'll tell you in a second. And you got to download the app because. It's so easy to use. Harry puts in bets during the show, often on this show and the middle. And you get a $500 risk-free bet. See, you got it up already. Right there. I got the NFL card up for uh, for Sunday. For Sunday? Well, you got yeah. a game tonight, too. Oh, I know. But I'm not getting in on tonight's game. I'm getting in uh, next Sunday on the Ravens, plus Uh-oh. two and a half, is coming that, off think, a loss. Is that part sportsbook thing your homepage, your home screen on the phone, Harry? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a scroll on your right, phone. Right. You have a motion background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new customers right now, you get $500 risk-free bet just for signing up. So make sure you uh, check it out. Easy to use on the app, on Android and iPhone. Also, if you want to check out all the details, go to parkscasino.com slash PA. It's all there. And give them a follow on the social media channels at Park Sportsbook on Twitter, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, it's all there for you. We're broadcasting actually on YouTube today. Uh, we usually don't because of copyright issues, but we're not going to be using copyrighted material today. Right, right. No music our, today. Although you could consider our guests like infringing on copyright in a lot of ways, couldn't you? Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, he walks the line in many different ways. Like Johnny Cash once said, yeah, huh? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our guest today, I got a chance to work with him for a long time. And I know you've listened to him for a long time too, Har. I worked with him for a short bit too. That's right. Yeah, you were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from the Angelo Show, Angelo Cattati in the Morning Team, and WIP and his great stand-up career, it is Joe Conklin going to be our guest today. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I worked with him for a short time. At uh, it was nine fifty a.m. Then it was before you know it became uh, ninety-seven-five. But he was uh, he was there. I forget ex- exactly why. I think he w- had been doing mmr stuff yeah and then he came down and started doing you know some comedy stuff on on uh, jody's show jody max that's where he started even before Ange. is jody. that right is that he right would call in every friday oh okay yeah wow what with mac and mac back in the day even jody solo before glenn even joined jody oh wow yeah that's where it all began okay and then yeah. he became known as the the sports comedian yeah, and then the chick snappers and all that stuff. I mean, it was just, just got so many different characters. Amazing. I did. I used to produce some of his bits, and I remember mm-hmm. we did a bit so with did I. around Halloween or around Christmas, and they said that he was like playing off this thing that you have too many characters. That's what Andrew was saying. Oh, you got too many. You got to <laughs> stick to the hits. I can't keep track. Yeah. So <laughs> we did this bit where all of his characters, not all of them, but like thirty of them, were in the same room in like a conference room. Mm-hmm. And Joe was coming in to whack one of them. 
Oh, okay. So they're all there and they're all like interspersing in the converse. It was hell from an editing standpoint. But if you've ever watched it, I know you have, but the people should, they should be able to see him do that yeah. where he goes from one voice to the other. Cause there's different usages of the microphone mm-hmm. in the room. Like he'll move it and, you know, to sort of change the depth. It, it's amazing to watch. It really is. Yeah. He's a great performer. His stand up is hilarious. I've seen it several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk to him about his career. We're going to visit a lot of his friends that live in his head. And it's going to be absolutely fascinating. I can't wait to talk to him because might might he do our our guest from last week? Oh yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> when I sent him a screenshot of what it looks like when we stream it, yeah, he said, "Is that Kern?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, I got to do him. He does a great Kern. Yeah, he'll do Kern. In fact, we should just bring him on as Colonel because he'll have a better connection. If he does, he's gonna he is gonna be the new Kern guest, right?" <laughs> We'll have to get one of those lazy boy chairs. Right, right. So can sit there. <laughs> I got nothing to do and all the time to do it. Yeah, flyers canceled tonight. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about a couple of things yeah. before Joe jumps on. Um, the NFL hire uh, is deciding not to test asymptomatic players. Uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, finally. Thank you, Jerry Jones. Uh, yeah. That was, that was obviously Jerry Jones making that move. But I don't know when that actually kicks in because it's obviously not in effect today uh, because we're still getting all these uh, – uh, notices about players testing positive. And I mean, if you're, if you're not going to test or they, they shouldn't have to test asymptomatic, healthy, vaccinated athletes in my, in my opinion, and that's what they're doing. And that's why it's tripping all these tests and these guys end up not being able to play. They're feel fine. You can see yep. all these guys on social media, you know, telling the fan base, yeah, I feel great. Wow, I can't wait to get back all this kind of stuff. And I just don't understand the purpose of that. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's becoming like, I don't want to sound it's not the the common cold yet, mm-hmm. but for vaccinated players and vaccinated people and boosted people in a lot of ways, it is. Yeah, that's what it can somebody right. have a bad outcome. Sure. Sure. You can have a bad outcome from the common cold. But, you know, the NHL and Steve Eiserman talked about it and he said, I don't know why we're testing asymptomatic players, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if the NHL is going to move to it higher because of the border issue. Right. But they may move to a model at some point after the holidays where they don't test asymptomatic or non-symptom players unless they're going to cross the border. Right. And and let's just say this, too. Canada has done a bang-up job on this since day one. Said no one ever. Okay. So the border issue, that's their issue to me because they have failed miserably as a country. They've been more locked down than anybody. Yeah. And they, they're they suffering the same fate because mm-hmm. no lockdown. It doesn't matter. It's not going to stop. It's not going away. Point. No, it's not going to learn away. to live with it. Right. So, um, right. yeah, I, I was a little perplexed. What did you think of the Eagles game moving to Tuesday? Well, I mean, you know, it stinks for the fans. I mean, you know, the players will adjust and you could sit here and say that the Eagles got screwed, but I don't know. I mean, the, the red, the Washington football team are still going to be down a ton of players, including probably their quarterbacks. Uh, they have a, up until four o'clock today, as uh, as we tape today, to see if they can become uh, eligible, and then they'll have to fly them up here on it, you know, and it's, it's like a twenty-five minute uh, jet flight or a helicopter flight, whatever it is, and get them in there uh, for a seven o'clock start. But I mean, they're they're down significant uh, players on their uh, roster, and uh, you know they're going to be severely depleted, and that's going to be an advantage for the Eagles. The Eagles have done a great job in sort of uh, you know keeping. 
keeping everything separate. Uh, you know, Landon Dickerson's uh, basically the only guy that I think is really affected by this right now. They got Quez Watkins back on the roster. So, you know, they're coming in here pretty healthy and ready to go. And maybe maybe Jalen Hurts even gets to play tonight. Seems like a month and a half since he's played. It does. God, yeah. It feels like forever since he's played. And that was an awful game for him, too. That was that game against the Giants. So, you yeah. know, he's got to be chomping at the bit to get rid of that. Yeah, he wants to watch that game. Absolutely. Right. And, and it's an important game for them as well. I mean, they they need to win. No doubt. Chase yeah. the playoffs. But it's always better to make the playoffs and not make the playoffs. Well, Let's especially t- when you have three first round picks. Absolutely. <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. And that was locked in this week, by the way, with uh, pretty much 75%, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Let's bring in our guest right now um, from six. Oh, my God. I said 610. Wow. 610 <laughs> from 94 WIP. He's got a great stand up career. Visit JoeConklin.com. And he joins us right now on the OGs podcast. <laughs> Joseph, how do? What's up, boys? JoeConklin.com. Harry Mays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, there's that mic effect. You see what he just did it there. He backs away and it's yeah. just, he's brilliant. <laughs> golfing, uh, golfing for dollars with Harry Donahue and Harry Mays. Oh, man. That sounds like a show. <laughs> what, what was that one called? What's up, Jason? How are you, buddy? I'm doing. Where are you sitting in there? Is that like a, a decorated my closet? I gotta put my um. I gotta put my uh, not my bed. My my office. I forgot to pull my shade. Pay no attention to that clown behind the curtain. <laughs> the thing um, is, Joe, is people will like screenshot it and then look and see what's in your freaking closet. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I've yeah. Well, I'm not. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch these days. Though. You bring up you bring up a great point because a lot of these people do it with a bookshelf behind them, right? And people will will take a picture of it, freeze it, and then blow it up just to see if you've got a book on the shelf that maybe somebody might holy think should be canceled. Sh- Can we yep. curse here? Yes. Uh, holy Encourage. shit! I was gonna say, <laughs> wow, that's mild for this program. Yeah, people you like can't say I'll, that on six ten. Why don't you go ahead and let the listeners in on who that is? Harry had him too for six period. <laughs> six period match. Oh my God. How about Bigby passed away not that long ago? Yeah. And, you know, there was a time when people would have applauded that. You know, I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but what are you he dropped about? in the who? studio one time and everybody was going, no, you give him CPR. No, you give him CPR. Nobody wanted to jump on the, on the case. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, uh, yeah, he was that guy for sure. He was that guy. <laughs> After that, though, he became like lovable when he wasn't your boss. When he went over to YSP, he did. Um, he he was like a total different guy. Mm-hmm. When I when I was coming back after going to the uh, MMR, but he said uh, he's called me Joe and stuff. I said, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> hey, he's guy. jolly. He's being nice. He didn't, wasn't the guy who said, come see me when you're done. I got to talk to you. Hey, Harry, come see me. What you doing talking to my talent? He always go, hey, Wa- Walter. Walter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he approached right. me, Joe, about th- me and you doing a show on Free FM on YSP. Yeah. And he wouldn't let us eat in the studio, and I'm eating right now. And drink him. Well, that, what are you, what are you drinking? I just woke up. From I what? I had three coffees. This morning at four o'clock, dude. I'm so glad you texted me. I forgot all about this. I knew you would. What? Oh, what good so move you did the show today. I did. Yeah. 
I did the program. <laughs> How's Ange these days? I know, I know he's, he's talking about his retirement. You think he's actually going to walk? How's this? You think he's actually going to retire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's about time, you know. What is he, 70? Well, he started saying it in like 98 that he, this is my last year. Yes, that's true. But I believe this has got, got to be it. He's, he announced it early so he could take the Dr. J tour. You mm-hmm. know? But um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen though. Right. Might not have to st- have a station. How do you follow that act? <laughs> you know, is there an in-house replacement there, Joe? I would think they're going to do something like that. You know, um, I don't know. You think they're going to spend a bunch of money on a some big name out of towner? I, I I don't know. Hmm. Why don't they just have you do it with Al and Rhea as him? As in. Yeah. 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 I was going to do that when uh, we lost Steve. I don't know what the, you know, we're taking your calls. We're an open forum. We just had a bunch of calls. We got a lot of room. <laughs> bunch of people just dropped off. I don't know what is going on with the callers. They just not seem to hold. When, when he worked with Mike, Mike would be like, Steve, there's nobody on the phone because that's an old radio trick. Yeah, right. Mike would rip them. Uh-huh. That was a great show, man. That was that was a real good show. They were, he, uh, he, he, he allowed Mike to not get to him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's like like Bruno used to do that too. Let's go to the phones, and I'd go tone. There's there's no calls. <laughs> <laughs> He'd get all frazzled. It's just a, a transitional phrase that broadcasters like to use. Right. Let's go to the phones. Let's take. Yeah. We're taking your calls. The caller makes a nice point. When does the show start, Jay? It's it's already. Uh, we're almost done. It? We're almost done. <laughs> I, I would love, Steve would always say, I tend to agree with the previous caller. <laughs> yeah, the caller makes a nice point. I don't know why he couldn't hold. <laughs> he made a great point to me off the air. By the way, don't ask us how we're doing. We're doing fine. Right. Okay? Uh, <laughs> I bet the producer would say, all right, uh, Jim, you're coming up. Don't ask, don't ask the host how they're doing. Yeah, just get get right to your point. Don't ask him how you're doing. And every caller says, "Hey, Joe, how you doing?" Yeah, and the producer's pulling his hair out because Big B's calling him, going, "Did you tell him not to ask that? <laughs> Why are there two females on back to back?" Oh, it's a lot worse than that. Too. Oh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> he was wow. on on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, he would just yeah, be hell on the producers, man. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, thank God I wasn't one of them, but I, I watched it happen. He was hell on everybody. He was rough. Yeah. Um, now you can call uh, once a sh- once or twice a show now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And the, fu- the funny thing is, is you're driving around, and you'll hear one guy, this certain guy you recognize on Station A. You flip yeah. to Station B. A half hour later, he's on that station. <laughs> and then the you. next show, he's on both stations yeah. again. Yeah. Can we get like a call system where we know who called? So, dude, you already called today with that stupid point that you want to trade Ben Simmons for, you know, six guys. You can't disrespect the callers like that, Jason. Well, they're going to make it. Our our boss at the Fanatic, Joe, used to say, it's like pulling out of the house in a Maserati, but you give the keys to a drunk caller. He's going to crash it. That's what you do with your show. (laughs) But it's only 2% of the audience. 
That's what they always say. Uh, what the, oh, the callers. Yeah. 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 I, I always uh, tell people, you know, if they, I was going to call the other day. No, you don't want to cross that line. You, we'd have to take you to friends or Haverford state. <laughs> um, you become a caller. Joe, one of the things people don't know about you is that when you're in the workplace, you're, you're a nightmare to work with, by the way, because you're fucking with everybody all the time. Always, whether it's over the PA system and John Hyam, who was our controller, uh, and doing Butch Forster, who was the oh, I guess he yeah, was like I remember the him GM, right, with the bow tie. Yeah, yep, yep, sure, yep. Sure. I ran into him in Wegmans. Somebody said that out in King of Prussia. Yeah, I, I had another report of him at Wegmans. Did you? <laughs> he, he 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 must he must spend a lot of time at at, at, at Wegmans. <laughs> he Did would. You... He would have to rub his temple to complete his thought and close his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and his office was a mess. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, floor to ceiling with the, with the newspapers. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. That's a while. That's, that's insane. I remember that down at like 5th and Callow Hill, right? Correct. Down, that's yeah, where we, down that's, there. Yeah. That were the, that were the best years, I yeah. believe. You think so? I think so. Well, the hallway smelled did. like piss. It did. It did. And they thought... <laughs> I thought it was Big Daddy peeing in the... In the they may not the have been stairwell. wrong, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> who, was that not, who was the nice old lady that used to work out front on Jay. the phone? Yeah, Jay Dufresne. Yes. Yeah. Not Andy Dufresne. No, no, no. Kane Dufresne crawled through 300 yards of shit. <laughs> she was there forever. Her freedom from WIP. she was there a long time yeah she was there with uh metro media metro media radio uh on 19th street when when mmr was wfi wip fm Hmm. wow jeez anyways when does the show start (laughs) (laughs) this is the pre-screen what are our topics what are the topics for today? We have no <laughs> topics. Uh, let me ask you about fucking with Rob Cherry because Rob, you know how frazzled oh, he gets, man. and he's—I mean, he comes in looking like he rolled out of a hamper, right? Denim yes. on denim on denim. <laughs> yes, with an ink spot, with a yes. with an ink spot in the pocket. Really? <laughs> Rob and I are good friends, and everybody likes Rob. He's a good guy, and uh, see, people don't know that because he's so combative on the air. Yeah. People think he's a grumpy guy all the time, right? No, nah, he's awesome. He loves to uh, mess around. And I think I tried just about every announcer, radio announcer sabotage trick in the book on him. I even lit his copy on fire once. That's the I one I'm talking about, Harry. I want to win that with a lighter. I put a trash can on his head. Everything was, the show, was, the party would start as soon as as soon as the news bed went off. Bim, 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 bim. Yeah, and then Rob's light goes on. And I come running in and open the door, and I put a I put a uh, trash can over his head once. He come at me with a knife. There happened to be a a, a cake. Somebody brought a cake in. They were cake, a big cake, and they cut. They had a knife out, cutting pieces of cake. And the knife was knife was right there. He starts running after me. That was the lemon cake from Del Frisco's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had him with a knife. I got him with the oh, the best one though was <clears throat> he had a. Um, he was doing uh, a sports update, and he had carts of actualities. Mm-hmm. And there was one that said Deuce Staley 
eight second cut. And it was like practice that day. We got the Beagles practice today. Deuce Staley's feeling better. He's probably going to be activated. And I got that cart and I I recorded over it in Bigby's voice. Real simple. That's the wrong cart, Rob. <laughs> and he fires that thing on. And he I counted five whole seconds of dead air. He didn't know whether to shit or draw small straws. <laughs> he just froze. You that's the wrong cart, Rob. One, two. Oh, and that's a long time. You're just hearing that. Who did that? Don't do that. I'd hit him. You gotta hit him. You can't you can't let him do that. He was killing Rob for the bit. So so Rob got in trouble because you re-recorded the cart in the actuality in Big B's voice. Yeah, Rob was uh Rob was easy fodder. He was he was fun. Some guys uh I got Bob Bombero once. I called him up on like a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday. And Bigby's voice in the room. Hey Bob, Tom Bigby. Uh do you think I'm fat? <laughs> <laughs> what? There there's a room there's a rumor going around the station that, that I'm fat. And I, I want to know <laughs> if if you started it. Oh no, Tom, I I don't think you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hell. <laughs> so when did you tell him it was a gag? Uh, I I wasn't good at those. I I laughed too too uh, early. I, I I would go about I don't know under a minute before I just give up because break it, character. Most people would. Yeah. Most people would get, it's only good for, you know, you know, shock value. I don't know, half a minute, but right. I, I could never do it. I could never pull it off because I would be more interested in laughing. Um, the, uh, let's see. So, so yeah, that, the other thing was the big B with the PA and the, um, the uh, small market cheese, black market cheese. Uh, <laughs> he, he owned a few, um, <laughs> he owned a few little Caesars restaurants. <clears throat> And he used to brag about, I got uh, my pizza down there. I use black market cheese. <laughs> Only cost me a couple pennies. And well, I would wait for Bigby to go into the recordings to record his spots and sweepers or whatever. With Harry. With Harry. <laughs> Harry Bickhart. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's in the soundproof. But, well, he, the light's on. He can't hear the PA. And I would say, tell him, Bigby. Your cheese is here up front. Tom Bigby, black market cheese out front. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you had access to that PA is an issue. Everybody did. It was yeah. number two. Right. <laughs> Unreal. And Jane Gorham, like that newsroom, you mentioned Bob Bombera. Like I still hear in my head, Bob Bombera reminding you to remember the time you spent listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that was for, because of the diaries. That yeah. must have been yeah. a diary. Um, were somehow that clicked with the diary holders. I, I don't yep. know why. Yeah, because they were asking for TSL time spent listening. So he found a way to work it into the rap. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Bigby was a genius, supposedly. He discovered well, then you had Jan, comedy club. Then you had Jan Gorham too. I like Jan. I really I did, did too. She, she was, was feisty. Great. Yeah, I love her. Well, what do you remember about that night when you say he discovered you at a comedy club? He's a liar. He didn't. He never. He didn't. Oh, he did. Okay. 
I sent him a tape and he rejected it. I finally called him up. I called him three or four or five times. He finally picked up. <clears throat> we don't do comedy here. Our hosts are spontaneous. Um, he just blew me out. It wasn't until Joe Wechter played the tape for Jody Matt, my audition. And um, Jody threw me on without permission. And I stuck. Wow. And um, Bigby said a couple times, I think it's run its course. <laughs> <laughs> it was every Friday you would call, right? Uh, every Thursday at 2 o'clock. But then when they, I got hired for the morning show, uh, and this was like in a trade. Bigby's bagging, bragging about his morning show, and he said, our latest talent I discovered in a comedy club. Oh. <laughs> he was a, you know, uh, <clears throat> pathological liar. He was, uh, you know, my Uncle Dutch said, he lied when the truth sounds better. <laughs> I remember sitting in with him when I came over to kind of pseudo interview with him to do voiceover when he was getting his quadruple bypass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Tim Sabian set me over. You first started, right? Yeah. You first started with us? Yeah. That's why I came over because he couldn't voice commercials and stuff after oh, the surgery. Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm sitting there with him after his surgery and his at Cal Hill and he's like, Look at the scar. And he whips up his shirt. I almost God. barfed on his was desk. It, was it like a black sweater? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, you always wore that, right? Always. Yeah. yeah. Black pants, black sweater. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, put that stuff yeah. away, man. Johnny Cash. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, Joe, when, you know, working with Ange for so long, what's that been like for, I know it's been good for your career, obviously, but what's it been like working with Ange? Cause some of the stuff like Ange is wild and on the air and the energy levels always through the roof. But I think some of the best moments that I had working with Ange were off the air. Yeah, he's worse off. I mean, he's <laughs> even more energetic. I mean, I went at, I, I, I say this big daddy, big daddy, I, this guy, I broke his balls every day of my life. I broke his balls every day, at least once for, I don't know, our entire friendship, which is about 40 years. But Angelo, I went at it with him every single day I worked there for about 20 years. I mean, arguing over content. Can I get this in? No, it's out. That's a great, that's a great line, and you don't understand what it means, but it, it's it's funny, and it's it. I, I don't get it. You know, you can't say it. We're not doing it. It's out. Yeah, but can, and, and he, uh, to the point where he would just go berserk, you know. And um, <clears throat> after about twenty years, I finally realized it ain't my show. <laughs> it's his show, and yeah. he's not only it's not only his show. It's his bit. It's not my bit. It's not my. Th- Two minutes of comedy, it has to be, um, uh, has to contribute to the point of view of the show, of what he's driving. And it took me a while to figure that out. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe I'm a slow learner, but you know, it. Um, and I finally, and now with the uh, all the scripts having to be approved, um, uh, and and you know, I'm not, uh, you know. And me, I guess, or any other comedian is not allowed on a live mic since the Janet Jackson incident and all the PC with the, uh, you, know, you can't even do an ethnic, no more ethnic voices. Hector Akmar, all those boys are done. Bruce from Spruce, <laughs> everybody's out. Uh, but um, I used to argue it over uh, a lot and we don't quite argue so much anymore. It's just, um, 
It's just you got to accept it or you don't have a job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as Ange, uh, I mean, who who can tee it up like that every single day for 30 years or whatever he's doing? I mean, that, that level of no. energy and even, uh, I mean, I don't know. What, do you think he'll be able to just stop or is he going to go down to the butcher stop? Butcher he'll be doing a show down there. Yeah. And, and make make some fine points. I'm not, I know I'm done my order, but I still have some talking left. Yeah. <laughs> There's how no much, way he can stop. How much harder is it to be funny today? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it is. You got to work a little harder. That, that's a good point. I mean, the low-hanging fruit is not quite available so much anymore. But, and, you know, it's, it's a job. It's always been a job. It's always been work. Um, sure, it's fun. I mean all of us have fun doing what we love. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're involved in sports. We love sports, but it's work, you know, you got, you know, work like anybody, you know, anything else. We're not digging graves, but there's prep involved and all that kind of stuff. What was the question again? Caller. (laughs) (laughs) When did you, when did you realize you could do voices, Joe? About half an hour ago, when I, woke up. <laughs> uh, I was a little kid doing them. I, you know, four, five, five, six, seven years old. Wow! My house is a weird house. Growing up, I'm one of seven kids. There was I was the sixth of seven. <clears throat> Both my parents were singers at church, and my dad um, did a lot of voices. He didn't did, do celebrity impressions, so to speak, but. He, he would do, uh, you know, like an Alfred Hitchcock type. He, he would like to scare you a lot. He would do, uh, he would do the voice of the, the bishop, uh, Bishop Graham from St. Helena's Parish, who would call the house and tell them what what funerals are having this week. <laughs> Different priests. I had some crazy, wacky nephew or uncles, <clears throat> and I kind of imitated everybody, uh, you know, all the neighbors and relatives and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of a competition. It was wasn't just me. It was at least two of my brothers. My dad all did voices. My sister did a couple voices. So it was fuck. Thanksgiving must have been dizzy. Oh my god! Yeah, Aunt Margaret came over. We had two Aunt Margarets, one from each side. That was that was dizzy. What was the first sort of celebrity voice you remember? Perfect. How it goes, Hello, everyone. Welcome to Monday Night Football. And then, of course, I stole uh, <clears throat> Billy Crystal's impression. Right there! <clears throat> but uh, Howard Cosell it was, and it was that company we used to call it. Uh, you know, like you said, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Easter, anytime there was a small crowd gathered. Joe, do some voices. Do some impressions. <clears throat> Howard Cosell. Squidly, diddly, my name is Squidly. Hello, Mrs. Twiddle. This is Wally Gator. Oh, Wally Gator, you're the... <clears throat> And uh, who else? Uh, That's Tennessee Tuxedo. <laughs> the cartoons. Right. Uh, Howard Cosell. Of course, Harry the K, probably the the finest voice ever in Philadelphia sports, especially live sports. But, of course, the recorded sports is someone else. We've had great ones here. That was Facendo. The voice of God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny though, like some impressions lead you right into another one because there's similarities in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, so like you were doing Haruko, so I could like hear that going like right into Regis for some reason. Like there's so yeah, there's similarities yeah. in the in the inflection or something. Well, they're both New Yorkers and 
Uh, of course, Regis was more nasal than most, but uh, we lost him uh, at the mall a couple of years back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who's the one you can't get? <clears throat> Whoever you don't hear. Uh, <laughs> walking? I, I can't. Uh, yeah, I was never. I, I, I mean, I, I'm do, I, I would be doing walking. Yeah, correct. I can't really do walking. I'd be doing a walking impression. I mean, a, a walk, a, an impression of an impression. This guy, you know, I, yeah, I never, I never got. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could never get him down. I never spent time on it. Biden, I don't have down yet. I mean, because it's really hard to fall asleep on stage. Um, uh, I did him a couple times. I do him a little bit here and again, but just Trump is just Trump is far superior. So much more funny. So much more material, and uh, you know it's very easy to do. Okay, you know it. All you in the back, these people know it back here. You know it back over there. All these people. <clears throat> We're doing great things, Jason. Thanks for asking. Uh, we're winning elections, Harry, all over the country, all over the country, and we're raising money. Thanks to our great sponsors like Mike Lindell of My Pillow. Boy, what a great pillow that is, huh? Boy, that's some pillow. I think that's how Sleepy Joe got his name. He snuggled up to one of those Mike Lindell pillows. <laughs> I love the fact that he's like, we're doing great. Like he'll repeat himself. We're doing great things because I'm great. I do great things because I'm great. I'm always been great, but I'm still doing great things. Like he just keeps going. It's like, you know it. You know it. Oh, you did a good Obama too, by the way. I appreciate it. Um, go out and get vaccinated. If you can't get an appointment, I'll get you one in Kenya. Make sure you bring your birth certificate. <clears throat> Perhaps the best. By the way, I want to congratulate Tom Brady on another Super Bowl. I was like Tampa, Tampa Bay because I got some big Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dad I joke. A joke. Oh. So old. I used to do it with Ross Perot. Oh, yeah. I remember him. That's 92, I think. Jesus. Yeah. So, it might, that might even be late 80s, too. I think he ran a couple of times, but. Who makes you laugh today? Like, what other? What's another comic that when you let everything you just... makes me laugh? Um, the mirror. Other comedians. I mean, shoot, I, I, I'm not a student of the game, honestly, uh, up to date with new comics. But I love the character. I mean, I always thought Eddie Murphy was the best, um, and Mike Myers. You know, uh, what was this? I mean, Shrek and. and and uh, Austin Powers, uh, Austin Powers, and, and and Doctor, what's his name, Doctor Doolittle. Evil. Evil. Oh, they're at the house now. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, doing all the voices. <clears throat> so I'm, uh, but of course, you know, Chappelle, outstanding, and who else is? Uh, what about Dice? Did you like Dice? Oh, oh. <laughs> Hey, I would never take anything away from anybody that's successful, you know, uh, whoever figures it out. But I don't believe Dice was uh, was uh, was my, you know, fate. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't. Uh, that, that was eighties, right? He was around here for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah Dice is fine. I, I just didn't follow him all that. I saw him at the Valley Forge Music Fair and around. Holy lord! Wow, nineteen ninety-two was still open. Yep. Wow. I saw Rich Little there when I was 16. Wow. Oh, yes. On my 16th birthday, my parents took me. That was a big treat. Wait a minute. What year was the uh, <clears throat> Dice concert out there? I, 
It was 92. It was the second album. The first one was the one with, and then he had the, all the updated riddles. You know, hickory dickory dock. Oh, you know, that <laughs> I'm standing in line at the bank. <laughs> yeah. I got so I'm on line at the bank and this <laughs> chick. Yeah. <laughs> That's Will, he's a riot. I wish we could go back to those times. Yeah. Uh, you got to raise the bar, friends. Work a little harder. <laughs> Holy shit. He was a riot back then. I, I was just like, like blown away by it but i was like just getting out of high school at the time harry was already you know oh, well was, out of college yeah, 30 he's joe's age uh <laughs> you did a good arlen specter too do you miss doing specter well it's uh it's funny that you bring it up the best part about that was that uh, he would call the show right. uh, the real arlen uh, every monday at the and then <laughs> you'd call, call after him Right. He would call at 6.45 on his way to Washington. As soon as he hung up, I would call back and Ange would say, where, where, uh, well, uh, Arlen Sphincter is, is, a, is a, I want more thing, Angelo. <laughs> and we would just create something like the most insane shit that would ever come out of his mouth. And he never, he, he never, he never complained. Neither did Rendell. Those politicians, they just love it. They can't get enough. You know, <laughs> like oh, Rendell. Rendell doing the post game show, and Arlen Specter did stand up with me until he died. Oh my God! Wow! He, did you know that he did stand up after no. the brain surgery and after he lost the election? <clears throat> he did a show with me and Big Daddy in Phoenixville. He also did stuff down at Helium. He, I think, he had cancer. He had a brain tumor a while back. Then he had cancer at the end. I get a, I get, I remember I was on Route 70 over in Jersey. You call my cell phone. I looked down, it says Arlen Specter on. I said, Holy Shadley. I picked it up. Hello, Joe. Arlen Specter. <laughs> hey, Arlen. How you doing? How you feeling? I feel great. When's our next show? <laughs> He's trying to book a, a tour. <laughs> he wanted to work again. Holy wow. Um, we lost Big Daddy, and I know yeah. you were so close with him. I loved him, man. He was such a unique individual. I love mm -hmm. those phone calls. He just call you up, I gotta go, and then just you'd be gone. Yeah, but, uh, the uh, the end was the same way. About what we were saying yesterday, I think that's, I think I'll take that. Free lemonade? Yeah, I'll take one of those. Like right in, no intro of, uh, of his name or anything. And then yeah, he would he would barrel in and then just say, I'm out. Yep. On the phone. Unreal. Yeah, very unique. Um, but, wow, man, miss him. Yeah. I text him all the time. Think about him. We went at it all. <laughs> I went at it with him all the time. I would prank him constantly. <laughs> we would argue over, you know, what's going on. Because he would hold the information. We did shows together. How many tickets are left there? I'm not telling you. What do you mean you're not telling me? We still need to plug it. I said, let me know. I got three other shows going. Hey, uh, you want to get, uh, and you know, what? You know, just different things. I say, we do this, we'll open the tour. I, I, I would have to chase him down for answers. I would see him when he was leaving, I, and I'm at the uh, you know, morning show coming in. He, I would, he would don't, don't, don't talk in front of people. Go into a studio, and every, every studio was like busy, right? Um, he would go into a closet. 
And the first thing we say was, don't yell at me. <laughs> like you were trading state secrets. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't want to be yelled at because he knew I was agitated. <clears throat> oh, jeez. He was an absolute riot. I was telling Harry about the bit that I produced for you where you had to whack one of your characters. Oh, wow. That was like 30 guys in a room. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty wild. <laughs> that was dizzying to, to freaking yeah, produce. You're a good producer, man. Good, you, yeah. We, you, you got that stuff done in no time. Everybody that was new became my producer. That was your first job. Yeah, and it was like a big learning curve. Amazing, you know. Farzetta, you Ram, <clears throat> all these gays. Me too. Over going, at nine fifty. What's that? Me too. Over at nine fifty. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And I always felt like I was so under the gun with Joe, like to try to put together all that sound in mm -hmm. the time. That was it was my first radio job ever. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. on the programming side. You right. Know, sales right. over at our Yes, place. yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you're always pinched for time, uh, especially mm -hmm. in the morning. Yep. But even in the afternoon because, you know, <laughs> Angelo's got a great line. This, if I don't have it, and I, that's the other thing I couldn't understand. If he doesn't have, give me something. If I don't have it, if I don't have it by eight o'clock, it's no good. He says, "This is commerce, not art." <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfect. Oh my God! I'll make it a work in progress. I'll tell the audience this is what we have so far. <laughs> I'll play we, part of the bit. We need an ending. Call in with an ending. <laughs> Joe's on the phone to his writer and trying to figure oh, yeah. it out. Uh huh. Mike Doc still going at it. He's still at it. Oh my God. Uh, what athletes did you do? You still love doing the most? Like, there's some guys you've had to retire for obvious reasons, but uh, who are the guys? Like well, Iverson's obviously great. Uh, well, uh, yeah, as Chris Colhamos, uh, you know, he could probably have started for the Phillies last year. I mean, I know I'm hurt and uh, not making a lot of money, but, you know, Hamels, of course, is still in my stand-up. Christ, they threw the bullpen out there every fifth day. You mean they couldn't have brought Hamels back for the sake of my act? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, of, uh, players. Of course, uh, you know. I ain't a knucklehead. How long we've been talking about Dan Simmons? You can't play in the NBA. You can't. You'd be too scared to shoot the basketball. I feel bad for Dan Simmons. I saw him down at Wildwood over the summertime. He was trying to win his girlfriend a stuffed animal, but he couldn't hit a foul shot. It's bad. <laughs> of course, uh, Iverson, who's got his back. I love Ben Simmons. Love that guy. We'd be the great comp. I would love to play with him because he don't shoot the ball, and I don't pass the ball. Holler. <laughs> <laughs> so the Sixers have uh, had some staying power with those two legends, yeah. of course. And the big fellow from Cameroon, I like to shoot. I get tired easy, that's why I stay out 300. I shoot 300 feet from the basket because I'm so out of shape. Oh, it takes me so long time to get up court. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Your internet connection is pretty good. We're going to book you as Kern when we try and book Kern because yeah. he's got like an AOL dial. Oh. We dial up. Hey, you know, do that? Do I have AOL? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is he a great player? Yeah, you know, more than top fifty. I don't know. 
John Cheney. He always mentions Cheney. John Cheney. Oh man, Karen was great. He said he's he and my cousin Billy Dykin have the same voices. That's Billy the helper. Hey, you doing that? You got a couple solutions. So you just want to help out. <laughs> Holy shit! Is that where the Saturday came from? Saturday, yeah, yeah, well, Saturday. Honestly, that's all of us. <laughs> You know, I told I him he needs to write a book. But, you know, like there's Tuesdays with Maury with Mitch Album. He needs Saturdays. to write Saturdays with Tagger. <laughs> Saturdays with Tagger. That's really good. I could make a couple dollars. Dollars. <laughs> See, he's got a different voice than Anthony, though. Like Anthony's got South Philly. He's got like Kensington Fishtown. He's mm-hmm. the Northeast. He went yeah. to Lincoln. He's up the Northeast. Yeah, yo, boy. Yo. Anthony's down here. He's got this. He's got the S's. <laughs> he holds on to. He doesn't like it either. How about that one kid that well, had him? He almost him kicked the shit out of me. And he got pissed at him. He don't mind me doing it. He, he never got too upset at me doing him. But, um, and he, you know, well, I'll tell you, he got, he got mad at that one kid. Oh, that, that, that kid was out. What was that kid's name? I don't fact, know. I, I didn't work there with him, so I'm not sure. Oh, you really? Innes, Innes's kid that he had doing it? No, no, no. Before that. Oh, I, yeah, it was, it was around then. It was around then. Yeah. He's a nice kid, too. He did Anthony Gargano perfectly. Did him to a T. I, I, I had Anthony jumped on me doing him when I sang as him. Because mm. I sang a, what was that chick that sang that song? Need me a boy that turned into a man. Oh. <laughs> Ella. L something, and I sang as him on Mike's show. Yeah, and they go, and they, they call me the bow, and he called the hotline. He's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." Yo, bow, yo, yo, bow, yo, not good, man. Yeah, knock it off, man. It's not an homage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not flattering, and it's not an homage. I bet his punches hello when he was happy. Mm. Oh man, yeah. Florid people. He put Lemon. Coach Camille through the wall. Through a wall. <laughs> he has a bad back to this day. Yeah. 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 Oh, unreal. Oh, man. Holy shit, man. Uh, what do you got coming up, dude? Uh, we got, I'm, I'm working with an orchestra now. It's a lot of fun. What? Doing a lot of parodies. Uh, I always wanted to do some singing because I, I do the song parodies. And and I, so I got, I was lucky enough to, to run into a, Pete Spina of the City Rhythm Orchestra. They've been around for years and years. They've got great musicians. Somehow, we're doing this show together um, at theaters. And we got, we're got we coming up your way. Westchester, Uptown Nower, 13th and 14th of January. 15th, we're at St. Dennis and Havertown. And in February, we're going down to um, the Broadway Theater in Pittman, New Jersey. My daughter, Casey's on the show singing a few songs. My brother, John. Is in there doing his uh, 70s medley. It's pretty crazy. I'm trying to get every family member involved eventually. Well, Casey's a good singer, though. Your daughter does a really good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. So you're working with an orchestra. Look at you. Wow. Sophisticated. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They'll figure it out eventually. (laughs) Who do you love singing as? Like some guys you can sing it. Like Charlie Manuel's a good singing voice. Oh, you're right. Some of them can't sing. Like Mandy Reed could never sing. It's just the voice doesn't go with it. Well, I just I started doing the BJ's because uh, I watched the um, <clears throat> the special of last summer, that documentary, mm-hmm. and uh, I realized that well, when I was you know 
I guess in high school, that horn, that horn, that uh, the horn I do. <laughs> they came from uh, singing in the shower, the Bee Gees, and you remember Lou Christie, Two Faces Have I, uh, or um, uh, Lightning Strikes Again. Well, he also had this song called Two Faces of I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I put the Bee Gees in there because um, <clears throat> I can think of younger days when cheering the <clears throat> sports was at the end of I forget how it goes. I, it's we How Can You Mend a Broken Heart is the real song, right? Oh, yeah. How yeah, Can You Mend yeah. a Broken Fan. Yeah. They break our hearts. All our teams break our hearts all the time. Cheering like there's no tomorrow. And all we ever felt was pain and sorrow. It's <laughs> 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 <is> just awesome. <laughs> Oh, I could hear you doing like Aaron Neville that Linda Ronstead do it. I don't know how much. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta put him in there. It was, it's all, it's Johnny Mathis, BG's Aaron Neville, the yeah. same thing, wow. basically. Oh, it's so funny. I used um, to do the um, Christmas song. Um, but he does uh, bells will be uh, the the bells will be and I had John Facenda interpreting. Bells will be ringing. Oh the same old song. Oh, what a Christmas. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you ever done a, a Daily News Live, like old school Daily News Live montage? With Barkley, like bringing on Eddie Barkley, we got Eddie Barkley. Like he's freaking out, like Eddie Barkley's gonna like come out there and like revolutionize get, something. Get Barkley on on your program. Oh, we will. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a fun show, man. That was that it was. was. You know, they fi- they never made any money, and then they finally just took it off because of that. I don't know why the hell it was on, but it was fun. Yeah. Of course, we had the of the baseball columnist was still out on TV then. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Can't even say his name. <laughs> so great. Can't say his name on the air. <laughs> no. Yeah. He went out disgraced, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, all your info on joeconklin.com? Yes, sir. Yep. All the shows. Joe, this was awesome, man. Yeah, man. I, I love talking to you. I loved working with you because you were. You, hey, you had to be on your, your on your fucking toes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Miss you guys, and uh, good luck with everything. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Pull it, yeah. Merry Christmas. Let's pull out a win tonight. Let's see. What, you think they win tonight? A little further. You think the Eagles win tonight? Um, <laughs> the way this team goes, they they you know just when they you know it's just like every year, just when you think that they're gonna do something that. <clears throat> yeah, of course I think they're going to win. They have to win this game. They got the, they got an advantage over the personnel, but they could lose too. You mm-hmm. know? Well, you're really definitive here. They could they could win the I'm game. A, it's and true. They could lose. <laughs> they're going to win. I got them. I got a victory. But All I right. wouldn't be shocked if they lose. Hey, right. I'm Mike Kerr. Yeah, could this happen? I don't know. <laughs>
He when he worked with Rob Cherry, be like, Rob, 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 Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob would just be going on and on and on. And Rob, when he introduced a phone call, let's go to Brian in uh, Newcastle. Brian, you're on WIP. Brian, <laughs> he'd say his name three times, bringing him on the air. <laughs> we remember we had Rob Cherry running for office. Yeah, the ombudsman. Rob ombudsman of the election time. We do fake radio ads, and then Rob. Rob Cherry from liberal Mount Airy with all his policies. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Cherry for ombudsman. Um, and he'd come on and be like, I approve of this message. <laughs> I want to be ombudsman. <laughs> Joe, thanks for doing is. this, man. You be well. Peace out. Thanks, Joe. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. There he is. Thank Joe you. Conklin joining us here on the OG's podcast. I'll kick him there. He wow. was absolutely hilarious. Man, for going from Aaron Neville to John Facenda, just, I mean, that was brilliant. <laughs> That's the thing; like, he can go right from yeah. one to the other. I don't know how. And there's such it. disparate voices, you know. It's yeah, just, you know. That's crazy, a talent, crazy talent. So good, he's so good. All right, let's tell people about our presenting sponsor here, Park Sportsbook. You got to play on the game tonight. Uh, yeah, anything I do. you like? I, I not well tonight. I will probably just take the under. I just have a feeling with Washington probably down to their third string quarterback, who I. I think they just signed from the practice squad. He's got one start in his entire career. I think it's going to be a tough sledding for Washington to score tonight. So I think the the Eagles and uh, Washington will combine to go under 41 at Parks Sportsbook Casino. Right. Parks Casino Sportsbook app. All right. So you, you're going on the total. You're going under. Under, yeah. What is, what's the spread on the game? I'm trying to – I'm verifying my location right now. I didn't have it up ready. So well, it was up. It was up to uh, like eight and a half. Wow! Uh, at the end of my show uh, today, let me let me just check this. They got them on uh, on different days eight now. Yeah, it's eight. Okay. Yeah. All right. So well, I mean, that was up as high as twelve and a half on Friday. Friday, <sighs> twelve and a half. It started, I believe, at four, four and a half. So this line has been all over the place. You know, given the you know the changing conditions. So. Yeah. Wild Tuesday night game. The Eagles haven't played a Tuesday night game since the Joe Webb game. Right? I know, I know. And they lost that game. Yes, they did. A lot of fans are going to be going into the link tonight with that in the back of their mind. Mm. 24-14, that was delayed because of snow. That was when uh, Ed Rendell was quoted as, we've turned into a nation of wusses. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. We have turned. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, he was great. Um, yeah. But new customers get a up to a $500 risk-free bet uh, in case your first bet loses. And there's no promo code required. Just deposit. And if you lose, that first bet is risk-free up to $500. Follow Parks Sportsbook on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, on YouTube at Parks Sportsbook. And we'll have another episode coming up next week, a holiday edition. And let me tell people about Wildfire Podcasting real quick because yes. they're our podcast provider. If you're a business looking to start a podcast, it's a great way to market your business. Wildfire Podcasting, they have a studio right outside Philadelphia in Clementon, New Jersey. Also, if you want to get into sports broadcasting, you can cut your teeth doing podcasts, sort of sports podcast, and it can help you hone your skills as well as start to gain a following as well. Now, if you're a business podcasting, like I said, great way to market your business. Become known as an expert in your field. I'm listening to all kinds of different ones. I listen to true crime podcasts now. Too. Oh, you love those. I do. Uh, wildfirepodcast.com. That's their website. Or email Jim at Jim or Jim at WFGNJ.com. Tell them AG sent you and your first show is free. Again, wildfirepodcast.com. You going to have a good holiday, Hair? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's going to go by too fast, as they always do. But uh, 
a lot of football to enjoy. And, uh, you know, you've, you've got off from the pucks and sticks a little bit here. So you got some some downtime. Yeah, I don't return to the 29th. Wow. See, out there when they get, make their first trip to Seattle to take on the Kraken. Yeah. So they'll be on a West Coast trip. I it's 10 o'clock game at night. Oh, those two are 10.30s. Oh. Because by the time the game's over and then I get the podcast and everything done. Yeah. I'm, I won't get to bed till 3.30 or 4. You're too wound up, man. You know what I mean? It's, you got to decompress. Well, hopefully they don't wind me up. Mm. That's part of the issue, too. They've been winding go. me up and killing me. All right, I know you got to get your hair cut. What are you going to get yeah. done? Anything I just new? Get, no, no, I just get the normal thing, you know. Does she come out to the house still, Harry? No, no, no. That was that was only during the time when I had the ankle down. Yeah. And then during the pandemic, like when the the real 2020 when they weren't allowed pandemic. to be open. Right, right, right. She's making a house call. Your, your uh, hairdresser's hot, though. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's very, very famous. Oof. Yeah. Good on you, man. I wish Angela. I, I miss getting my hair cut. I know. Oh. It's fun. I like getting it washed. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers to the hair. Yeah. You know, you know, rub, you know scalp massage. Put a little Ooh, scalp tea, massage man. Put a little tea tree oil in there with a the shampoo. Oh, it's nice. It's exactly right. All right, everybody, have a great holiday. Uh, we'll have another episode of the Stick to Hockey Live podcast coming up on Thursday, presented by Park Sportsbook. And uh, we'll convene again next week, uh, Harry and I, and episode four of the Odd G's podcast. Thanks for listening. Leave us a, a subscribe, first of all. Leave us a rating right. and review. And we'll talk to everybody coming up. Thank you.